Hi guys, welcome back to the Safe Basement. I'm your host Didi Ameti, and today we are going to be talking about another interesting topic. <laughs> I'm not Didi Ameti, or if you are a real G of this podcast, you will know that my name is Kesha Ubudu, and I'm the guest host for this. If you've been listening to the podcast, you will know that I'm not a stranger here. I've been a guest a couple of times, and it's an honor to be here to host this week's episode. Shout out to Light for trusting me with this huge assignment. It's a great opportunity and it's an honor to be hosting this podcast this week. And I hope I don't screw it up so that you invite me next time. And yes, putting this out there, the Light still owes me my guest below. We are still giving her time to make good on her promise, but I just want to call her out for a few minutes, a few seconds, right here, right now. So we are going to be talking about an interesting topic, a very important topic and I really hope you stick around and listen to the end. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Today we are going to be talking about something that God has been teaching me in recent years about his peace. So we are going to be talking about the peace of God. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a whole sermon kind of thing, but I'm definitely going to have to quote some scripture or read some scriptures to give us context and everything. There are scriptures we'll be, we are familiar with. So, yes, before I get to that, I just want to read something that I found on Google. When I picked this topic to talk about, I was just like, mm, let me just Google God's peace. It was very bizarre because I'm like, what would Google tell me about God's peace that is not already in the Bible? But... I feel like God really wanted me to do that because I found something that I learned so much from and I'm going to read it right now. It says, Peace is knowing that the Lord of the universe is by your side and resting in that and not just knowing but living it out. So I'm going to explain that a little bit more. It says, Peace is knowing that the Lord of the universe is by your side and resting in that. That means you rest in the knowledge that the Lord of the universe is by your side. And you don't just know, but you leave it out. You know, if you know something, if you know something and you don't leave it out and you don't put it into practice and you don't apply the knowledge, the knowledge is basically useless to you. So that's what this, um, you know, this whole little quote is trying to say. You have to know that God is with you and leave it out. And that's what they consider peace as. And also, I, when thinking about the topic, it reminded me of one of my songs for this year. At the beginning of every year, since 2020, I curate a playlist for the year. And, you know, my songs, like the songs that will guide my life for the year. I don't know if you get what I mean, but some people will get it. And one of my songs, in fact, my first song for this year was From Foundation by Maverick City Music and Cody Kant. And... It was a giving because they released the song early this year, I think 3rd January, and that was the day I started making the, my playlist. So when I listened to the song, I was like, finger snaps, that's my song. So I was very excited about the song, and the song has really helped me along with my other songs for this year. But I just want to read a couple of lines from the second verse of the song. Um, it says, I've still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. I won't be going under. 
I'm not held by my own strength. And bro, isn't that just so good and so reassuring? This year, I've told myself that a lot of times. Every time I'm in a chaotic situation, like my mind is just, it's just like default setting. My mind just goes back to, I've still got joy in chaos. I'm not going to sing it so like people don't laugh, laugh at me. I don't know, my throat is congested. So listen to the song, Femme Foundation, Maverick City Music, Cody Can't. Yeah, so let's get right into the main business of the day. That was just like the whole preamble. I think one of the most popular um, verses on peace in the Bible is Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. So I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. It says, Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ. That's very, very, that's a very, very, you know, great promise from God through Paul to the Philippian church. And remember that the previous verse says, you know, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. Then this, the peace verse starts with then. So it means when you do that, then the peace will now come. And, you know, that's just a very, a very huge connection that we can't seem to mix, to, to mix up so that we can, so that we'll not take the verse out of context. You get what I mean? The peace is not magical. It's when you do something that the peace will come. And what do you have to do? Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And then the next verse after the, the verse of peace is um, fix your thoughts on what is good, noble. You know, I can't really quote the verse, but it's whatsoever. Um, I think finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Yes, that's basically me paraphrasing. So that's another way to keep, in fact, that's one of the major ways to keep the peace that God promises to give us. And that's one thing I just wanted to point out. And another verse is John chapter 14, verse 27. New Living Translation says, I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace i give is a gift the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid this was jesus telling his disciples that he he was preparing them for when he was about to leave the earth and he one of the things he promised to leave them with one of the gifts he promised to give them was peace peace of mind and heart and not peace like the world gives does the world even give peace now that we think about it ah the world just gives any peace that the world offers is basically temporary because as fast as it comes, that's how fast it will go away. And the last verse I want to quote for now is John chapter 16, verse 33. A very popular verse. Um, These things I have spoken unto you that in me you will have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And let's just talk about that for a minute. You know, God promised us peace but he also pointed out that we will have tribulations and you know it sounds like it may sound like a contradiction to you know ordinary minds but his he promised us his peace because there will be tribulation in the world so it doesn't mean that our lives will be problem free and you will always feel you know 100 percent at peace 
But he said, when we have the tribulation, we should remember that he has overcome the world and that should be our peace. And that has always very, been very, very encouraging to me. So now that we have talked about the scriptural aspect, let's, let's bring it a little bit down to human minds. All the promises of peace in the Bible are very amazing. They are so amazing. And, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention that peace is a fruit of the Spirit. So um, it's part of the nine-part fruits. Um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So peace is a very huge asset that every believer must have. So as I was saying, all the promises of peace are so amazing to read. But if you are like me, if you are human, you always have the questions because the world does not look like peace. Most times our lives don't even look peaceful. Like there's always, there's always something. There are always so many things to steal our peace. Whether things we can control or things we are beyond our control, but peace is always very hard to maintain. I don't know if you can relate, but I can. Ah, Peace is very difficult to maintain, especially because we live in a broken world, especially because we live you know, in a world where people are constantly trying to take peace from other people. So since I've, I started learning about um, the peace of God, I discovered that and and I started embracing it. I discovered that my life has been, you know, more at peace. Not necessarily because my life has been going great, I wish, but <laughs> I'm at a place where I'm always conscious that I have the peace of God and I have to work to protect the peace that God has gifted me. Do you understand? We have to work to maintain, to keep the peace. You know, people always say, oh, I'm just trying to keep the peace in the relationship. I'm just trying to keep the peace in this whatever and that's how we have to keep the peace that god has given us you know it's a gift but obviously if i give somebody a gift is the person is the person's um decision to maintain it or to throw it away and most times we are the ones who throw away the peace god has given us with our own hands yes i understand that some situations that still our peace are way beyond our control but let's talk about for a minute the the things we go looking for to steal our peace most times your life is okay or your life is just normally at peace. But you are just looking for something to, <laughs> to stir you up, to make you angry. Unconsciously, oh, you, are, you don't even know that you are looking for something to make you angry. But, you know, all, all our endless, endless scrolling on social media. Social media is one place that if you visit frequently enough, you will never, ever have peace. If you are not conscious of the fact that you have the peace of God. You know, there are always things to make you anxious to make you fret the things going on in the world the things you hear yeah so one thing i've learned is that i have to work to maintain the peace and that means putting a filter on the things i allow around me it's not every news that is beneficial for me to hear i mustn't know everything and just things like little little things like that to help you to be more at peace and then trying not to carry the whole world on your shoulders yes things are going on but you can't change anything by being anxious you can't do any good to anybody by fretting, by being restless. So I've learned that my anxiety will not, cannot solve the problem. So I will just try my best to keep the peace that God has given me, maintain the peace that God has given me. Yeah, so now that we've talked about maintaining peace that God, the, the gift of peace that God has given us, I just have to say that you cannot say you have the peace of God and be a whole mobile war. If you get what I mean, people are always scared to be around you because you are always 
ready to give it to people back to back. <laughs> you're always ready to fight. You're always ready to quarrel. You can't say you have the peace of God when you're doing that. Because the Bible also says, follow peace with all men. You know, you have to follow peace with everybody. And I know that's very, very easy to say and difficult to do. But God will help you. God can help you. Um, I'm not even... I'm not telling you this because I'm perfect at all. Following peace on me and ask everybody around me. I'm, I'm a peaceful person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just advising you. <laughs> and advising myself too. It's difficult, but we have to do that. Because if you, are, if you are trying to be a witness for Jesus, you are telling people, oh, I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And then your behavior is showing the opposite. You know, you are telling people, I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. <laughs> I recently saw a meme. It said, I think it was something like, um, I'm trying to follow peace with all men, but God, if they don't want, make me your battle axe. <laughs> so you, you are, you are God, you are trying to be God's battle axe, battling everybody in your life. Well, no, you have to always strive, strive to keep the peace in your life, peace with God and peace with people. And that's and that way you can really work to protect your peace because if you are always quarrelsome, there's no way your life in general will be at peace. You always be thinking about this beef you have with this person, this beef you have with the other person, and that's really no way to live. And God's peace is is great for your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being because we all know that we all know how we get when we are anxious. We all know how we get when we are restless. You can't even function well physically. Talk more of spiritually. You can't pray. You can't do what you would normally do. And it's just so bad. So the gift God has given us, you know, God is so intentional about everything he asks us to do and all the things he has gifted us. He has gifted us his peace and asked us to follow peace with all men because he knows what it will be like for us if we are anxious. He knows how we will handle anxiety and he doesn't want that for us. He doesn't want us to fret. You know, he said, Jesus said, um, Jesus said he came that we will have life and have life abundantly there's no way you experience abundant life when you are always anxious when you are always restless because you have lost your peace about a certain situation or about anything at all so everything god does is for our own good and the gift of peace he has given us is definitely for our own good health well-being everything so that's why we have to work very hard to maintain god's gift of peace and another thing i just want to you know, say is that it's really amazing how Jesus did not try to sugarcoat to his disciples that, oh, your life will be so good and, you know, you'll have my peace and everything will be a-okay. Well, I like that he even mentioned that you will have tribulation. He didn't just say problem, he said tribulation. <laughs> that sounds very deep because the, those people, they actually did go through tribulations. Just if you look at the account of how most of the disciples died, Paul was crucified on a an upside down cross or something. So um, John was they wanted to boil him in oil, but God um, t- um made him escape from that one, and he went to Ireland. He was banished to Ireland of Patmos. Like they had really, really, really troubling deaths, and that's the tribulation that God actually promised them. But I can imagine how at peace they were. You know, because if you read the letters they wrote to people and if you hear stories about them, like, I remember somebody was telling us a story of people, 
I don't know if they were disciples, but just early Christians and how when they were about to burn them at a stake, they will be singing Amazing Grace at the top of their voices. And those stories have always been very, very, very wild to me. Why would they... No, because how would they be wanting to burn you, set you on fire, and you're singing Amazing Grace? Like, what's this? Like, what's the correlation? And, you know, most times when we even say, oh, we are passing through tough time, we are going through a lot, tribulation, we have not even smelt what most of those people of old went through, and they still had God's peace. They still had the peace of God. See the letters Paul wrote from prison. I think when Paul even wrote this Philippians, he was in prison, and he was saying, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will surpass, will um, guide your heart and mind. Meaning it's not a myth, though. He experienced it. He was writing about things he has experienced in his life. You know, in that kind of difficult situation, he was still talking about God's peace. And that's what God wants for us. So quick question. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you normally should be anxious and fretty and restless, but you were just not? (laughs) You just felt so at peace and you couldn't understand why people around you could not understand either. You know, I've been in those kind of situations a couple of times. I'll be asking myself, what is wrong with you, this girl? What's what's actually doing you? Your life is falling apart. (laughs) You know, times in school when you have a test and you know that what is in your brain cannot carry you. And everybody is panicking, but you'll just be sitting there and looking. And then people will be like, don't you care about your education? But the thing is, most times I care, but I just find myself being at peace. And after the whole thing has died down, I'll just realize that, oh, I actually experienced peace that surpasses all understanding. I just experienced peace that makes no sense. And it's put things in perspective for me because if I was anxious, if I was fretting, it would have not changed anything. It would not make the things that that I'm in my head to come to my head immediately. So God just gives us that um, the ability to stay calm and to be able to rationalize our thoughts. And I'm pretty sure you have been in, you know, a few of those, circumstances before where you should have been anxious but you were just not and you just had peace and that's god's gift of peace that's the literal example of god's gift of peace and it doesn't mean you never lose your cool because you would have had you might have had such experiences but there are other um situations where you should normally have peace that makes no sense but you know you know how those situations where you know how anxious you got. So it's 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 just life. It's just human life. We are human. There will be times when you will be killing it at this beast thing. And there will be other times you will be like, oh, so I haven't really grown out of this anxiety. I haven't grown out of this restlessness. And I just want to allow you to, you know, embrace the two of them. Everything God puts us through is for a reason. When When you have those kind of moments where you are actually anxious, you will learn better for the next time so that, the next time you will um, be able to readily embrace God's peace because you remember the outcome of the time when you were anxious and you will realize that, you know, it really didn't change anything. So it doesn't mean whenever you lose your cool, you should start beating yourself up that, oh, I thought I had the peace of God. God, I thought you gave me your peace. And you start asking God questions. You start second-guessing your whole Christianity and it doesn't really, doesn't call for that. When... When you start feeling guilty about losing your cool, you are giving the devil a foothold in your life because he wants you to believe that 
the peace of God is a myth. He wants you to think that you you can never attain it. And if you feel guilty and you start, you know, beating yourself up about the whole thing, you are giving the devil a field day. He'll be so happy. But in those moments, those are the learning moments that you need for 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 you to really understand and know better for the next time that those kind of situations will come because they are bound to come in life maybe the time you felt peace that makes no sense (laughs) the tribulation was not as bad as the one that is coming ahead but in everything god has promised us his peace so when you are able to you know keep your cool and embrace god's peace in one situation you have better experience you know for the next situation for the other times that will come because even looking at jesus life this this is the man who is called the prince of peace the literal prince of peace he had a few times in his life here on earth that he's he had situations where he was not at peace gethsemane is the garden of gethsemane the experience at the garden of gethsemane is a very good example you know where he was praying and the bible tells us that he sweats down to drops of blood and everything i i can't even imagine the whole scenario but that was the kind of situation jesus was in but we can learn from the way he handled that you see what he did he was praying and at the end of the day he said um he accepted and embraced that god's will should be done that's how we can handle ourselves in those situations if you're in a bad situation you really can't help it and you know being anxious will not help anything but you can just pray about it and remember i told you that the philippians 4 verse 6 says don't worry about anything pray about everything and if you have that attitude you'll find yourself being more at peace because you are leaving your situations in the person in the hands of the person who can actually control them in the hands of the person who can actually change something about it and in that line i also want to say that when you have those kind of situations don't go and you know share them with people who make you more anxious you know those kind of people not trying to villainize anybody but we are human if a friend comes to me and starts sharing and starts sharing a difficult situation ah i will help her lose her cool you understand so that's why before you share any of those situations you have to take them to god first so that even when you are sharing your problems in quote with somebody you'll be sharing it from a standpoint of peace and not anxiety because if you have a situation and the your next instinct is to share it with this friend you you would naturally feel anxious and that anxiety will be communicated to the other person but when you have taken your issue to god in prayer first and you get peace from the prayer you'll be sharing it with somebody you'll be like oh this is happening in my life right now but i know that god will take care of it and you also be you can also be a source of encouragement to that other person and concerning praying about everything i i just want to this scripture just came to my mind i think first peter chapter 5 verse 7 casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you and i think in the passion translation it says cast all your cares upon him and leave them there or something like that and when i read this i was just like ah these people if you want to talk to me talk to me directly and stop cutting corners because isn't that my life like i will say oh i've casted all my cares upon the lord and 
minutes later i find myself removing my cares from the lord and being like okay so how can i change the situation how can i help this and that's detrimental to us because you are not leaving it in the hands of the person who can actually take care of it if my if somebody younger than me okay my younger sister comes to me and is like okay shall open this you know maybe open this bottle for me and when i'm trying to open it she'll be collecting it and trying to open it by herself i'll be like take now open it by yourself since you can solve the problem don't don't disturb me and that's how god is a merciful father so he doesn't do that to us but imagine taking your problems to god because you can't solve them and then trying to help him to solve them it's not it really doesn't make any sense so another thing i'm learning another thing i'm learning really learning and hoping to god to get better at doing is taking my problems to him and leaving them there because he's the only one who can actually solve them and when you have situations that feel very sucky and feel very you know out of your control remember that we have a high priest who is touched by the feelings of our infirmities jesus went through everything that we are going through everything we could ever go through he has gone through it all is it rejection is it shame anger he has been through everything and he has, he feels what we feel he cares for us so don't feel um ashamed to take how you feel to god because that's another thing that will help you to be at peace tell god exactly how you feel if you feel anxious say god i am feeling anxious god is not you not it's not like people that will be saying ah you that you are emoji how will you be anxious no god will not hold it against you that you are anxious because you are human he knows he made you with this emotions he made you with this feeling so that you'll be able to come back to him and tell him how you feel so that he can help you if you go to the doctor's office and you're hiding that you have a headache you you will not get relief you won't get cured but if you tell the doctor everything you are feeling that's when he'll be able to help you and it's the same thing with god we have to tell god exactly how we feel when we feel it and he will help us to process help us to navigate how navigate our behavior in those moments yep so um another thing i just want to quickly talk about is um philippians 4 verse 8 the verse i quoted earlier whatsoever things are noble and of good report think about these things and i said that's another way to keep the peace if you are always thinking about negative things, always thinking about your problems, sometimes your problems, you can't help but think about them. But um, these verses fix your thoughts. To fix something is, is an intentional act. You, it doesn't say let your thoughts wander to things that are lovely. It says fix your thoughts. Meaning you have problems though, but yes, fix your thoughts on the things that are good or the things that are noble or the things that are of good report. Meaning you shouldn't fix your thoughts on things that will steal your peace. Think about things that make you happy. Think about the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Remember Joshua 1 verse 8 says, um, This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, blah, 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 blah. Meditate on it day by day and night that you will be careful to... I think the part of the verse I'm just looking for is that, you, that, you'll be, that your ways may be prosperous and you have good success. And prosperity in the Bible does it doesn't have anything to do with money. It just means your soul will be okay. Your soul will prosper. And if you are at peace, if you are meditating on the word of God, you will always have peace. Because imagine you just pick um, Philippians chapter four verse seven to meditate on for the whole day. Anything that comes at you, you'll be like, mm, nope, 
I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I got to be heaven doing you. Yes, sis. Yes, bro. <laughs> you know, you can meditate on the fact that um, on the fact that Jesus said he has given you his peace, but you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. So when tribulations come your way, you'll be like, God has overcome this for me. Jesus has overcome this for me. So I will walk in the peace that God has given me. Ah, the heavens will be cheering you on. <laughs> And then John 16:33 always reminds me of a song by Naomi Rain. I think it's Find My Peace. Um the one um some lines say um when when I look around and everything's crazy, you are still God and that's never changing. And that's another fact we need to remind ourselves of. No matter what my circumstances look like, God is still God and my circumstances cannot change God. God is still good. God is still faithful. God is still kind. And God still gives me the gifts of peace daily. So I have learned to try and rest in that fact. And doesn't mean I'm always 100% at peace. That's huge cap. But it makes my life better because I live with the consciousness. I may not always feel it, but I know it. And I remember Jackie Hugh Perry said something in her podcast and recently and that stuck with me says if you always wait to you know feel close to god you may never be a true christian i don't think that's exactly what she said but it was basically saying christian maturity comes with um always knowing that god is with you even when you don't feel it and that's it it relates to peace because sometimes when you don't feel the peace when you know it knowing it can change how you live out the situation how you live out the circumstance so we are wrapping up now and i just feel like i should pray for people in difficult situations dealing with anxiety and restlessness and all the things and before we say that i just want to say that about being honest with god about how you feel you know david is a huge example of somebody who did that and I've heard the lie talk about that a couple of times on this podcast. David will tell God, God, my enemies are killing me. He will literally ask God, God, why are wicked people prospering? But in the end, what will he always come back and say? But I know that God is faithful. Job also said, but I know that my Redeemer liveth. Imagine all the things that God, um, Job went through. But the knowledge is what kept him going. The knowledge and the living it out is what will keep you going. So I just want to pray now. Lord Jesus, I pray for people that are in situations that look nothing like peace help them to always know even when they don't feel it help them to know that they have your peace that surpasses all understanding help them to fully embrace the gift of your peace lord i ask that you be with them and you keep them in your love keep them in your peace keep them in your joy and may all the fruit of the spirit be manifest in each of our lives in the mighty name of jesus thank you because you are a faithful father in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen thank you so much for tuning into this podcast it's been an honor talking with you guys i hope you tune in next week i hope you share with your friends do all the things as your podcaster will say like subscribe leave us a five-star review blah 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 (laughs) look at me sounding like a wannabe but yeah do all the things so peace out thank you